it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Hey everyone, it's Brandy. I hope you're enjoying this podcast as much as I absolutely enjoy bringing this awesome content to you. Look, beauty professionals, this show is for you. And I want to make sure we can continue to bring our awesome guests and awesome information to help empower the beauty community all over the world. You can help by doing your part in making a small donation. You can check our link in the show notes and donate right on Anchor, or we'll have another link available for you to do so. Thank you so much for supporting. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you're sharing it as well. As always, stay great. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share a solo episode with you today. Welcome, welcome. I took a much needed break, but I'm back. We had an awesome summit at the end of October. If you missed it, you can definitely get the replay in the show notes. It was phenomenal, guys. I mean, we had three nights, awesome panelists, awesome workshops, so much information. And if you're looking to start your own product line, this is definitely one for you. If you're looking to figuring out ways to streamline your business and get your systems and things in place, this is definitely for you. We had something about client attraction, funnels, systems, product manufacturer. It was so much information shared that, you know, if you definitely, even if you attended and you didn't get the VIP, you want to get the replay because it's so much information. I've even been going back, taking notes and everything because I never claim to know everything and I'm always learning. I'm an avid student. And so I just recommend that if you are in the beauty industry and you didn't get a chance to attend the Business Beauty Network virtual summit, definitely check out the replay link in the show notes. But yeah, I am super excited to come to you. Um, It's always so hard for me, honestly, to do solo episodes because I feel like, um, what am I going to say? Or, you know, I just want to make sure that um, I'm staying on track with what I'm saying because it's like you're talking to yourself. I know I'm talking to you out there in the podcast world, but that's what it kind of feels like. So just being completely transparent, sometimes it is hard for me to do that. But I have gotten so much feedback from my audience. I know you guys want to hear from me. And I want to give you more tidbits from me um, as well. And also give you a little bit more insight so you get to really know who I am. And so I want to share a little bit about my journey as well. So I plan to do that as much as I possibly can. But know that I am the type of person that I don't say anything unless I have something to say. I don't want to just put something out there just to put it out. So when I have something from the heart, when I have something to share with you, I will. And um, that's going to be best for me because that's going to be the best way for me to be true to myself and just to give you the authentic me and really share what's on my heart instead of me just, you know, throwing things out there because I don't like to do things like that at all. But I have, you know, had a lot going on Um, with that summit. It was I learned a lot. Um, I learned a lot during the summit. I learned a lot during the process of the summit and I took on a lot with it. And so it was a great learning experience for me overall. 
and I had to get some rest and kind of like recuperate from that. And then I jumped into another uh, part of my business. And I want to talk about that too, because having uh, multiple streams of income is very important, but it can be overwhelming, you know, trying to have multiple businesses and do multiple things. And you you can do multiple things, but you can only focus on one thing at a time, really, right? Really give your 100% focus on one thing at a time. So what I've learned is, is just to really find a time to focus on each thing. So when I'm doing events and everything, I'm fully, fully focused on events. And for those weeks, that's mainly what I focus on. I focus on promoting, you know, just putting things out there, getting things prepping, prepping for the event, getting everything ready, right? So that's what I do is I get ready for the event. And that's my main focus. I may do a few other things within my businesses because I still have a coaching business and other things, but I choose to really focus on the event because I want the event to be successful. I want to put my all into it. And so I have to be focused on that at that particular time. And then now I'm working on my cosmetic line and I've been focused on that getting it out there, launching it. We had an awesome launch last week, November 8th. I launched Exquisite Looks Cosmetics. And so that's been my focus right now, just really getting it out there. And now that it's out there, I've put some promotions in place. I have some things in place. And so while I'm still focused on it and working on it, it's not my main focus. I'll start to shift and focus on what I'm gearing up for Q1, for my coaching business. And so that's how I feel that's the best way to juggle uh, multiple businesses and multiple and doing multiple things within your business is to chunk it down in tasks. So that way you're not focused on this, 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 and this, and then you're getting nothing done. But if you have multiple things, what I recommend, because I do, I have a podcast, I have a coaching business. I also uh, have a t-shirt line and I just launched my own cosmetic line and I'm doing other things, right? I speak and things of that nature. So because I have multiple things that I do, what I've learned that works best for me is just to focus on one thing at a time. So if there's something that has to go in to the product launch or the product line or whatever it may be, I need to really give that all my focus, the promotions behind that, working on content for that. And then once I get things in place and I have done the things I need to mainly focus on for that particular area of business, then I can say, okay, I'm going to focus here, like on a coaching, I'm really, I'm building my platform, I'm working on my courses or whatever it may be. And then I'm going to take the time to really dedicate to doing that and really going hard in that particular area. And I do that for all of my businesses. And that helps me kind of really have balance. And I had to learn that because before I was doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. And then I really wasn't getting enough done and you can be all over the place. But I find that there is a way to do multiple things, but you have to focus on one thing at a time. And so that's what I would definitely 
really encourage any entrepreneur because I understand, you know, we're not, we may, some, some of us may even still be working jobs or we may do multiple things and it's okay to do multiple things, but I like to separate most of my things. All of my things are pretty much in a beauty lane. So we're the, you know, in the beauty or the business side of beauty. But even if I had something that was outside of beauty, I like to keep it separated and I like to focus on it and handle different tasks. And once I get done with that task, then I can focus on the next thing. And I think it's just going to really help you to have some sense of balance and to really get things done within all of your many things that you do. And so that's really what I would say has really been helpful for me. And I hope that it's helpful for you. And then also the big thing is really knowing why you do what you do and being really connected to your why and to your purpose, right? Because when things get hard, you're going to need to remember that, that very thing. Like, why am I doing this in the first place, right? And whatever it is, whatever it is for you, know that. Like, I know that I want to make an impact in the beauty community. And I know that I want to serve and that I really want to help beautypreneurs just get to beyond just working behind a chair, just beyond just doing a service, but really running a successful business. And I want to see more of us doing that. And so that's why I do it. I really want to make an impact. I want to help. If I could just help one person, then I've done my job. But I know I have the ability to impact more. And so that's why I do what I do. I also want to leave a legacy for my children's children, right? So that's why I do what I do. I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave something behind for my daughter and my future grandchildren. And I want people to remember what I did and what I achieved. I want to be remembered. And this is why I do it, because I want to not only be remembered, but I want to leave something behind that if taken care of correctly, they can leave behind to their children and their children. And it just goes on for generations. That's what I would like to do for my family. And so when things get hard and I want to quit, I remember my why. And so in, in an entrepreneurship, it's inevitable. You're going to want to quit sometimes. Like I wanted to quit like last week. Like, honestly, I got overwhelmed with everything and I wanted to quit. But every time I want to quit, I remember why. And so that's what really drives me. That's the driving force. Because when we, it can't just be materialistic things either. It has to be bigger than you. It has to be bigger than you. It can't just be materialistic things. It has to be bigger than you. It has to be a part of your purpose, a part of your mission. Because we can't take materialistic things with us. And money isn't enough driver all the time. Like once you start getting the money and you have the money, then what's going to keep you really going in, right? So it has to be more than that. So that's what I encourage you. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, just start reflecting and thinking about those things, thinking about exactly what it is for you that moves you to do what you do in your business and in your life and be very connected and be very clear and honest with yourself about those things. And another thing I've been learning along my journey, because I've, I've been asked different questions like, how have you 
made the pivots that you've made in your business, how you go about making these decisions and doing um, what you do and all that you do. And my biggest thing is, is that I just move on my ideas. And I know that sounds like, what do you mean you move on your ideas? I do. We all get, I think, multiple million dollar ideas on a daily basis. But oftentimes we push them to the side. I know there's something that you thought of, maybe even just today or yesterday, that you just said, oh, yeah, but I could never do that. Or maybe you just thought like, but how would I do that? And you made it so big that it seemed almost impossible. Like one of my favorite quotes is that the creation is never bigger than the creator. I love that because I looked at my life and how oftentimes I would make things so much bigger than what they really were. Like I would say, okay, I'm going to do a makeup class. And then I'm like, but you know, how do I get it out there? How do I do this? And what if people don't come? And you know, how soon should I promote it? And um, uh, how much money? Um, oh, it might take too much money to do that because I want to have this, this, and this. And then all of a sudden, this makeup class that I wanted to do turned into this grand thing of impossibilities, right? <laughs> like you've put it in your mind that you can't even achieve it because you've made it bigger than you. But God gave you that idea. He gave it to you. So because he gave you that idea, he's going to give you the provision to get it done. Like you're going to be able to do it. And so you need to start moving more on your ideas. And sometimes it's not a right now idea, but sometimes those ones that you really should be moving on, you can't get it off your mind. You're like... You keep thinking about it. You keep thinking of ways to do it. You can't get it out of your mind. Usually those are the ones that you really, really should do. Some ideas are ideas that you should eventually do. Maybe just write it down. And that's why I'm always taking notes on my thoughts and what I'm feeling and what I'm coming up with. And I've oftentimes taken notes and then I look back like a year later and I'm like, oh, wow, Okay, I can do this now because now I'm ready for this particular thing that I was thinking about doing. Like a year ago when that idea came to me, maybe I wasn't in a position or things just wasn't quite lined up. The timing wasn't right, right? So it was the timing. But once I looked at it, maybe six months later, a year later, the timing is now right. I can now execute that thing. But... What I found as I reflected on my life and some of the things that I've done is I have actually taken more action on some ideas that I've had. Like this very podcast was an idea. The events I do, of course, was an idea. My coaching business was an idea that I had. My makeup artistry business was an idea. Like, can I do makeup? Can I be successful doing this? So I've stepped out on my ideas. What ideas have God given you, right? He gives us all ideas. That's why I think it's great to really have gratitude and be thankful and just start writing down the thoughts that you think. 
and taking notes. Sometimes I write it in a notebook. Sometimes I put it in my phone. Sometimes I do voice to text or, or, do, or record myself and record what I'm thinking. Whatever works for you, do that. But I'm telling you, start moving on more of those ideas. The pressing ones, the ones that you can't stop thinking about, that means you need to do it. I know there's been some things that you slept on and you look back later and said, wow, why didn't I do that? And just because there's been times where I have taken a lot of action and I have moved, there's been a lot of times where I didn't. And I realized that I have greatness in me. We all do. And yes, you can create something brilliant. Yes, even you. And I say that because so many times for many years, I guess I doubted myself. I didn't really think that I had anything good in me, like anything great or anything special or, you know, spectacular in me, you know, I'm just Brandy, right? But God doesn't create junk. You know, he made all of us unique. We all have a unique fingerprint, skin color, hair type, whatever. We're all unique. None of us are hundred percent the same. And that just shows you that you were created with greatness because you were uniquely different from everybody else. You don't have to be like anybody else to be great because you're already great. And so just start moving on those things that are in you, you know, and that's what I really, really have learned. And so, will you fail? Yeah, you will. We all will. But you should want to fail because I feel like the more you fail, the more you learn. Like the the more you step out there and do different things, I'd rather just fail quick, learn the lesson, get up and, you know, move on to the next thing than to be afraid of failing and never do anything. So often, that's what many people do. They don't do much of anything because they're afraid of failure. So they'll just stay at a job that they barely like, to barely make ends meet, to pay bills, to then just die, to live a mediocre, barely life. That's what so many of us are doing. And I'm determined not to do that. I want to live a life that I love, right? I want to live the life that I want to live. And I want to do what God has purposed me to do. And oftentimes, those opportunities wasn't necessarily presented to me that way. So I had to just create my own lane, create my own opportunities and take them. Right. And that's what you have to do sometimes. If it's not, if the door isn't open for you, then make your own door. <laughs> you know, that's what I say. Make your own door. Show them who you are. Show them what you have to offer. Show the world. Show yourself because there is something there, you know. But don't be afraid to fail, though, because I think failure is, is a learning opportunity, a learning lesson. We're all going to fail. But what if you win? What if you don't fail? What if you actually have stepped on something that is going to be that next big thing that's going to change your life and the life of millions of other people in the world. You'll never know unless you try. So don't be afraid to fail. Fail often. Get up, shake it off, and just start over again and just keep going and keep going. But don't quit, right? Don't quit your journey to living the life that you want to live because it's possible for you to do that 
But the only way you'll lose is if you quit. And another thing I think that I've really learned is that it's okay to be me. For so many years, I shrunk back and I really wasn't the authentic me. And that's in in my business, in my life, and in every area because you know what happens as children. Think about it. When you're young, little kids, like think about that, that two, three, four, up to five years old, they're free spirited. They're like, oh, they're just living life. They like what they like. They, you know, do what they do. And they don't, they're not really concerned about other people. But I think like once you start to get like, I say when kids get about six or seven years old and they start connecting with their friends and they start seeing, okay, Susie doesn't like the color, but I like the color. So maybe they'll start to just start doing little things like not coloring as much because, you know, they, they don't want to seem not cool because they like the color and things like that. I feel like adults are just like kids. If you think about it, if you think about kids, they're so free spirited until they start to really understand the opinions of other people. They start to really understand what other people want and what they think other people will think of them. And they start to look at those things and judge themselves accordingly. And then what happens is, is we try to adjust. I've seen my daughter do it many times where she tried to string back what she loves to do, which is music and art, because so many people in her circle, her friends, right, they didn't connect with that. And so because they didn't connect with that, it felt like something wrong, like something's wrong with me. You know, I don't like what everybody else likes. So you feel like isolated and you feel alone, like something's wrong with you. But no, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with them. But you just have to be comfortable in being who you are. And the best way to do that is to find your tribe, right? So you need to connect with more like-minded people, more people who think like you, more people who are striving for more like you, more people who are where you're trying to get. But I think that's the biggest thing is because we're, we're trying to conform to what everybody else is when we don't have to. You can be unique. And that's what will make you stand out. You being uniquely you and who you who God created you to be. And I know it sounds elementary, but honestly, so many of us are living in a fear of that. Like the fear of not being accepted or the fear of I'm not enough, the imposter syndrome. Who who am I to do that? Why would I do that? Right. And we get in our own heads and in our own ways. And what will they say? I say, who are they? You know, if there is a they, screw them. Like, who cares? That's none of your business, right? Your business is to be who you came here to be, to be who you truly are, not who people want you to be or who you think people want you to be, but who you truly are. And if more of us would live like that, I mean, we'll be so much happier, right? So much freer. And I've learned that in my life. Like, I disconnect from people who I feel like I can't be me around, right? If I can't be me around you, then I can't be around you because I just, 
it's not going to work. And, and I'm not going to shrink back or to act a certain way to make you more comfortable. I'm not going to do that any longer. I've done that long enough and it hasn't served me. But what has served me is really being true to me and my purpose and who I am. And so I just really encourage you of that because we all have something unique that we bring to the table that we really need to share with the world. And another thing I would think is, is as the world is shifting, things are shifting, we got to make sure that we have multiple streams of income and we got to make sure that we diversify our income. And you cannot put all of your eggs in one basket. You got to make sure you're putting money away and you're not putting everything in one basket, right? And I know all of my things are in beauty, but if you're in a beauty industry and maybe you love to bake too and you always wanted to do that, start doing it. And it could just be a little bit of that. Like you could just start doing a little bit of baking. Maybe start baking cookies for your clients. Like if you're a hairstylist or a makeup artist or whatever and you have regular clients, start baking cookies and and have a VIP day and give everybody cookies or things of that nature. But start doing a little bit of what it is that you've always wanted to do. And don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid to step outside of what the norm is. What's norm anyway, right? <laughs> so don't be afraid to step outside of that. If you love to decorate, start decorating. You never know. It might could be a business for you. It might could be another stream of income. Just start doing a little bit of that, whatever it is. And it could just be a hobby and start it off as such. I think oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we forget to have fun. We forget to have a hobby you need to have a hobby. I learned that. I know I need to have a hobby. Like I, I can so be so into the business. I'm just all business. I'm just so business, right? To the point where I'm obsessed with it. I'm just working, working, working. And I'm never really doing, you know, what comes fun. Not to say my business isn't fun, but what do you like to do that is stress-free? You don't have to think about it. Just something fun. That could be baking. That could be decorating, whatever it may be. Find it and connect with it and do that often because it's freeing to just have some time to just do something you enjoy doing and there's no strings attached. Like it's not work. It's not anything, you know, strenuous. It's just what I truly enjoy doing. So I've learned that it's important for everybody, not just entrepreneurs, but we need to have hobbies. We need to do something that we enjoy doing that's fun that takes us away from work. And I'm even learning that like in my reading, because I'm always reading like entrepreneurial books or self-help books and things of that nature. But I remember when I was young, I used to read like romance novels. Like I love a great love story, right? So I used to read romance novels and not to say that I'm going to go back to reading romance novels, but I did love to read those types of things. And so I may, though, I may go back to reading romance novels. Who knows? I'll try one and see if it's corny to me now. But whatever it is, you know, you can't just be all one-sided. You can't just be all business, all self-help, all, you know, development. Sometimes you just need to sprinkle some fun in there. So I'm not knocking romance novels. I just, you know, grew out of them as I've gotten older. But who knows? I may still... Um, like them if I gave it a chance. So I'm looking to expand beyond 
just being so serious, like just really finding something fun that I can do as far as my reading goes. Cause I realized like when I looked at my library, I'm like, okay, I have a whole lot of, you know, inspirational self-help, motivational things of that nature, business, but I need some sprinkle some fun in there. So I recommend you to do that as well. Make sure you are having fun in everything. So get a hobby, read fun books, but do something fun. I think that is a really big thing. And that's something that I've learned in my um, journey for sure. And then another thing is, is hire a coach or a mentor. Invest in yourself. I think that's been the biggest thing for me is investing in me, working on me. I think oftentimes we don't see the value in that, right? But it's very important to to invest in yourself, you know, invest in yourself. Don't be afraid to take a class or course. I'm always taking classes. I'm always taking courses. I'm always learning. I have a coach myself. I recommend it because especially as entrepreneurs, sometimes this can be a lonely journey. It can feel lonely. It can feel isolated. And you need someone else to talk to, to push you, to give you feedback, to give you strategies, to hold you accountable, to give you action steps you need to take in your business. You need that. And you may need different coaches and mentors at different stages, you know, of your business and of your life. But never be afraid of investing in yourself. And you may even need to get counseling as well. You know, I went through some counseling. Um, I lost, I had three deaths back to back from like 2016, 2017, and 2018. And it was a lot on me, a lot of close family members. And so I started getting counseling then and I still do to this day. You know, my therapy sessions are very much so needed. And it's such a, a topic that I feel like people are afraid to talk about. But if you need therapy, girl, get some therapy. Or boy, go talk to somebody though, right? Go talk to somebody. Get the therapy, get the help that you need. So don't be afraid to invest in that. If you need to get therapy, get therapy. But you also need a coach, a mentor for your business as well. But don't be afraid of those things. If you need to learn some more, invest in a course, whatever it is. But always work on improving yourself and never be afraid to invest in you and invest in your mind because... Our mind is so powerful. I feel like I know it. We don't you we don't even tap into even a small percentage of what we could with our minds and how brilliant the human mind is. And so it's very important that you keep your mind healthy and that you get the help that you need and you feed your mind with the proper things, just like your body. So just really working on your overall self-care on your mind, your body, your spirit, all of those things are very, very important and have definitely been uh, beneficial for me. I know now, um, especially with everything that's been going on, I've just been really grateful for my life each and every day, grateful for each and every opportunity and just really reflecting on all of that. And, um, I want to encourage you to do that as well. I think I said something about it before, but yeah, make sure you're practicing gratitude. Make sure you're reflecting on, you know, 
the things that you have in your life. Because what I used to do, I I didn't really reflect on what I had to be grateful for. I was always pushing to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, that I was losing sight of what I already had in front of me. Like, you're blessed. You have a great husband. You have a great family. You're blessed. And I think oftentimes we can be striving for whatever the dream is that we want, that we forget to smell the roses. We forget to look around and see that we're already blessed, right? We forget to look around and see what we already have, what's right in front of you. You're chasing success so much that you forgot your babies. You're chasing success so much that you forgot you have this wonderful husband that wants to spend time with you. You know, or this wonderful wife that wants to spend time with you. You have a wonderful life, but you don't even realize it because you're chasing for the next thing. And I I think that's where celebrating the small wins really come in. Like just really making sure that you're celebrating the small wins, you know, and along the way, patting yourself on the back like I got that done. I did that and just reflecting and really realizing how blessed you are and looking at what you have and what you've accomplished. And I'll give you an example. Um, The other day, I think I'm a list checker at times. I like, I'll have like, I want to do this, 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 and this, right? So if I don't get all these particular things done, then sometimes I could feel like I didn't accomplish much. And I was telling my husband, I was like, honey, I felt like, I was like, honey, I feel like I didn't really achieve the things I wanted to achieve today. And I didn't hit my goals. I feel like I didn't do much work. Like I was kind of lazy in my work today. And he was telling me like, honey, you created the content for this. You did that. You did this. And he told me like five different things that he saw me achieve in my business that particular day. He was like, I think you did pretty good. You need to like chill out. You can sit down and rest and whatever you didn't do, do it tomorrow. But you got some things done. And I was like, you know, when he said that, I was like, I did. I did get that done. I did get that that content shot. I did send that out that email or those newsletters. And I did follow up with all my clients. So even though I didn't quite make the whole list that I had, I felt like I hadn't done enough or I was, you know, inadequate because I didn't check all the boxes, but I didn't look at what I had done. I had done a lot that day. And so sometimes I think that's how it is in life. Like we're striving so hard to get to the next thing that we're bypassing our swing, our small wins along the ways, the things that we've achieved, the things that we've done, we're bypassing all that because we're trying to get to this big thing. But you, we need to really start celebrating the small wins and just giving ourselves permission to say, okay, I only did five things on my list of 10 things. I'll tackle the rest tomorrow, right? Because some days are going to be like that and just be okay with that and pat yourself on the back, drink a glass of wine, whatever it is for you that's a little celebration, 
do that. We need to do that more often than we do. Pat yourself on the back. I'm sure you've done some great things that you haven't even reflected on or really thought about. And so start appreciating that more and really celebrating that more and it'll really make a difference. But I hope this was helpful for you. I just really wanted to come from the heart with some things that have been on my mind that has helped me along my journey. Um, I would love to hear from you. So definitely connect with me on Instagram. You could DM me. I'm always on Instagram. So DM me. Let me know what your thoughts are. If you have any ideas for the podcast or anything you would like to hear me share definitely, you know, connect with me there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed, share the, share the podcast as well. But that's all I have for you today. As always, stay great and I am out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I want to hear from you. Email me at info at businessbeautynetwork.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and Facebook at I am Brandy Taylor. I want to connect with you, so let's stay connected. And remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.